Welcome to Reversing Hashimoto show. I am your show host Dr. Anshul Gupta, the world expert in Hashimoto's disease. I help people reverse their thyroid conditions by making personalized functional medicine plans. You can work with me with any part of the country now by making virtual functional medicine appointments. To book an appointment, look at the show notes. In this show, I am going to get experts from all over the world. who are going to share latest information that will help you to reclaim your life back from dreadful thyroid disease so welcome here and we have with us today wonderful dr maria saheed welcome over here thank you so much for having me i'm so incredibly honored <laughs> oh it's our pleasure you know like you're a wealth of information and you know just before our interview we were talking about that you know your books are like bibles you know functional medicine packed with so much scientific research and information so definitely one of those key things that i keep it on my shelf so that i can look over them and refer them out so i'm really excited talking about all about you know hashimotos and inflammation things with you Oh, I am so incredibly honored. This is a topic that's really near and dear to my heart. So I'm so glad you're doing this and putting this together. So Absolutely. Honored. Great, great. Let me introduce you first, okay? So Dr. Madhya Saeed, MD, also known as Holistic Mom MD on social media, is a practicing board certified family physician in USA, international speaker and a best-selling author. Her best-selling book, The Holistic RX: Your Guide to Healing Chronic Inflammation and Disease. a best selling children's book series adam's healing adventures the quranic prescription unlocking the secrets to optimal health and the holistic rx for kids parenting healthy children to save our future empowering the world towards healthier living dr saeed is a director of education for documenting hope and novel she sits on multiple medical advisory boards including the president of Nagamia Institute of Islamic Medicine and Sciences which was formerly known as International Institute of Islamic Medicine and Wellness Mama Dr Saeed and her children speak internationally in the most prestigious holistic conferences and summits on TV like ABC NBC and CBS radio and newspapers she is a regular on the international emmy winning medical talk show Dr Nandi show Dr Saeed's children host the Holistic Kids show podcast with interviewing the biggest names in the functional holistic and integrative medicine world wonderful that is a great great bio that you have up here thank you so much all right well i'm looking forward to delving dive into each and everything about inflammation but you know i would like to hear your story because it seems like you also struggled with hashimotos in your life so if you don't mind sharing your story of struggle with hashimotos and how you overcame it absolutely thank you so much Well, just like most Americans, I had all the bad habits that have led most of children and adults down the road to chronic health conditions. And you know, I had cans of Coke to school regularly. You know, I was eating rice and bread and cereals and all the junk food on a regular basis. You know, but at that time, you know, I started with eczema and acne and then weight gain. But they're like, oh, that's just your new normal. So I continued on that hamster wheel like everybody else. until even residency so in residency i it was my first year residency me and my husband were both interns and we were both working 80 hour work weeks and i was a new wife a new mom a new resident all at the same time so i was bombarded um 
When I was pregnant with the first child is really, I mean, I had a lot of these symptoms like severe fatigue and brain fog and, you know, I just wasn't feeling well and I wasn't able to lose the weight. And I was just so tired and exhausted and everybody's like, oh, you're just pregnant, you're stressed, it's internship. So not until I got my first blood work done for, you know, for pregnancy, was that was I found to have Hashimoto's. So that's even though I've been dealing with these symptoms since I was probably in elementary school. Wow. And so I had been miserable, like severe constipation, like, and, and nobody could figure out why until again, I was pregnant with my baby. And then we found out, oh my God, your levels are really high. I was started on medication just like everybody else, but it's not like those symptoms really went away. But again, they were like, oh, you're just fatigued, you're stressed, you're a new mom, you're a resident. Like they always had some sort of excuse. And I'm like, what about the constipation? (laughs) I was so miserable that I had to use steroid suppositories just for relief because because the constipation was just really destroying my insides and out. So I was like, there's something else going on here. And um, it was, but again, just like everybody else, trying to keep my head above water, I continued on that hamster wheel until one day that hamster wheel came to an abrupt stop and I walked into my daycare provider, almost suffocating my 10-month-old to death. And I know, and that's almost, and I picked him up, I ran out and I'm like, God, universe, you saved my child. I promise I'm going to take care of these kids the best that I know how. But then I had to hold back and I'm like, wait, wait, what second? How am I supposed to take care of these kids the best that I know how if I myself as a family physician am completely falling apart? As a family physician, I don't even know how to take care of myself, let alone try to take care of little kids. So that's what I went on this search because I knew at that this time I was also diagnosed with lupus and then even had shingles in residency. Like it was just one thing after another, after another that was, I was feeling miserable. And I'm like, these diseases can kill me, specifically the lupus. And I'm like, I am not taking these medications that the side effects is death because that was against the, well, that's what I was trying to prevent. So it just didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> and so I went to doctor, to doctor, to doctor, trying to figure out what I can do to put myself back in charge of my own health. And it, unfortunately, I didn't really get anything besides for just sit back and let the disease take its course. And I'm like, What? I'm not going to sit down and this disease take its course. There must be something that I can do. And unfortunately, um, actually, fortunately, I then discovered integrative holistic functional medicine. How right out of residency, I joined this medical practice where under one roof, there was me and OBGYN and internist and exercise physiologist, nutritionist, counseling, chiropractor, massage therapy, all brought together for the complete healing of the whole person. And you know, as well as I, that this is not, this is something that's really foreign to us as medical professionals. We're used to like compartmentalizing pieces and only looking at one piece in that 15 minute slot and that's it. And so this was so odd to me. Um, so the more I started researching, the more I started helping my patients. Um, my, one of my first patients was, she was a 31 year old with nine autoimmune diseases, myasthenia gravis, psoriasis, lichas planus, Hashimoto's, and the list goes on and on. She was miserable. She was on the highest dose of mestinon and they wanted to put her on Imuron and she didn't want to do that. And she worked at the family dollar store and she worked at the gas station. And so just by applying these simple things, 
these lifestyle things that we're taught, like the digestive health, detoxification, the forest, the stress, sleep, social, spiritual health, lowering chronic inflammation, we were able to help her within just months to resolve her chronic health conditions. And that's when I'm like, this is crazy. What's going on here? And that's when I really started to, when I was learning about it and saw the effects of it, I'm like, I got to really dive in because as a family physician, you know, I had all of these chronic health conditions that were affecting almost every system of my body. On top of that, you know, us as family physicians, we see, you know, lots of ages, we see lots of multiple demographics. And so I needed a book to start because if this was this holistic world is confusing for me as a family physician on where to start, it must have been really confusing for the average, you know, patient. So that's when I, you know, started writing the book, The Holistic Rx, Your Guide to Healing Chronic Inflammation and Disease, to give people a really a baseline of hope and places to start. And all of those tools that we can use to adjunct our conventional care that I myself did not have. So that's when this book was born. And then now my drive and passion is just to create content and help give people hope. So awesome. You are doing great work. You know, yes, you know, as I said, that that book, you know, has so much great information for anybody uh, who wants to delve dive into their health much more not only for general people, but also for clinicians and also other health, health practitioners. So let's delve dive into chronic inflammation because Hashimoto's is all about inflammation, you know, and then chronic inflammation plays a major role. So let's talk more about chronic inflammation. What do people mean about it? And, you know, because inflammation is such a general term and a lot of people, I think, don't even understand what really is happening in their body. So tell us a little bit more about it. So inflammation is, you know, what we're all familiar with, right? And it's that hot, fierce, life-saving reaction that occurs when our body tries to fight off something that either is trying to fight something off or it's trying to fix what is needed. Basically, it is a huge, it's a, it's the way that the immune system works. And so let's go ahead and talk about first about what the immune system is trying to keep this as, you know, basic for all levels, is that we know that, you know, our bodies are bombarded with bacteria and viruses and fungi, you know, either harmful or not in our everyday routines. And so despite being in constant contact with these harmful pathogens, the majority of us are actually functioning pretty well, right? Um, And that's because of the immune system. So our immune system is like those peace parts. They're a complex network of cells and proteins that are all designed to, you know, differentiate friend versus foe. And this system is very carefully and strategically removes anything that may cause harm, defending against invaders, you know, with, and then what's awesome is it does it all without causing collateral damage to your body and other organisms. So that's what's amazing. So it's always like, waiting to promote harmony, bringing your body back into balance. And how your body actually responds to these microbes is all based on the integrity of the immune system. So what's really crazy and awesome that I just wanted to put into here is that we as, you know, you know, as humans, we have so much control over our immune system than we have ever before. It's very adaptable. It's responsible, responsive to how we treat it. So if we treat it with respect and give it all the right things to do its job, it can rejuvenate itself and it can take care of us. And if, but if you don't take care of it 
and it doesn't take care of us. Right? So the way that you live your life, the way that you eat, you know, breathe, sleep, can all determine how our immune system reacts. But let's to understand that and how that works, we can dive in a little bit more deeper on the parts and the players of the immune system, right? So the, this human body is a truly a miracle. So like, like everything in the body, the immune system is like per perfectly synchronized and all without our knowledge of what is actually going on. So that's what's crazy. And it's really, really complicated. So I'm just going to simplify it. And so there's two main key parts of the immune system. So there is the innate or acute immunity. That's all part of like search and destroy. It's that ancient part of the immune system that's pro programmed in genetics uh, where, where we, you know, the, of the genetics that we were born with, it's like a non-selective and it's made up with like these barriers that can help keep pathogens out like parasites, bacteria, viruses, foreign particles out of the body. And then, th then this part of the immune system also contains physical and chemical and cellular components. And like, for example, the physical components would be, you know, the skin, the respiratory tract, the nasopharynx, the cilia, the eyelashes, even the GI, GI tract. So the innate immune system has, has like defense mechanisms to destroy foreign corners, like in saliva and tears and mucus secretions, and even in our stomach for the acid. So unfortunately, like, so when you get like a cut or any signs of inflammation, the innate immunity has a general immune response where immune cells are activated and create inflammation. So that's where it comes back. So these immune cells are activated and this response to the site of the infection leads to increasing blood flow, naturally activating your white blood cells to go to the site of the cut or get rid of the infection. So this inflammation, brings the specific immune cells to the injury site. It walls off the enemy, destroys the invaders, and then takes care of the remains. So this is the first line of defense. And to give an immediate response to things that may seem foreign. So that's really cool. So normally what happens is normally the innate immune system lasts for a short time or from hours to days, and then turning down the inflammatory response with a signal from interleukin 10 made by the immune system. So this then shuts down the show, brings the immune defenses back into balance and everything goes back to normal, right? But unfortunately what happens, if it remains in the on position for too long, these normal cells can be damaged. So when the foreign invaders never leave, this also leads to chronic inflammation like a fire that slowly destroys the body. And then we have the next part, um, the other part that we'll just quickly talk about just so you know that the differences. So then we have the adaptive immune system and that's recognize and remember. This type takes a little bit longer to grow in, it's more specialized. It takes about seven to 10 days for antibodies to be made, right? So this is where it like recognizes the intruder, and then it takes time to develop and then our bodies learned. So in this adaptive immunity, that has like two main responses, cell-mediated cell immunity, defending the body using these cells that are specifically used for killing. And then these can then be obtained through a T-cell-mediated response. Again, come from the thymus and they live in the bone marrow. Um, and then there's a T-cell-mediated response, right? Or humeral 
immunity that then creates these antibodies to fight off infections. And the adaptive immunity is activated by the exposure to pathogens and uses an immunological memory. So that really keeps record of every germ that has ever our body has ever defeated. Isn't that amazing? So when this happens, if the immune system ever crosses that pathogen again and sees it, it recognizes it, destroys it, and uses specific antigens to strategically mount an immune response. So like, for example, vaccines work by the adaptive immune system, creating protection against the disease. So, but the thing is the adaptive immunity doesn't work by inflammation. It is if you have a system that is dysfunctional at the first level, right? So that means too much acute inflammation. So that's stuck in the on position that can then lead to chronic inflammation and then combine that with a depleted immune system and then cell mediated immune system isn't working well. It then leads to hyperinflammation or chronic inflammation and chronic inflammation really destroys the beautiful masterpiece that we were born with. And so that is where it's really important to make sure that, you know, we, because our lifestyles can actually influence our immune system. And if you just think about it, I mean, it's so beautiful, like how the, as the cells just rejuvenate themselves. Like if you just think in 10 seconds, we are making a million new white blood cells, 20 million new red blood cells, and 30 million new platelets from our bone marrow. And that's all called immunorejuvenation. So that's why they're like, oh, your immune system is messed up. But no, but there's so much that we can do for our immune system to help it, get, you know, get rid of some of the senescent cells or like the old zombie cells and replace it with new, fresh, vibrant cells that can really do its job. So there's so much hope in the things that we can do because our lifestyles can really make a big difference and can either break our immune system or help our immune system. Wow, that was a great explanation. You know, I think most of the people had no idea about what chronic inflammation was. And I think you explained it in such beautiful words and kind of how describing the innate and the adaptive immune system and what is causing that switch to be on. I think that's a very great simile that you used. So my next question obviously would be, let's talk about some of those things which causes that, you know, the switch to be on all the time and that ultimately leads to chronic inflammation. Absolutely. So for example, the way that we live our lives, right? Right now we are literally living imbalanced lives. We are eating more junk food than ever before. We are lack of sleep, decreased diet variety. We are eating, um, you know, toxins and exposing ourselves to toxins and increased negativity. Like, so all of these are really destroying our bodies from the inside and out. And we know, for example, let's just start with the basics, like our gut health. And we know that 70 to 80% of our immune system lies in the gut. We have 100 trillion bacteria that line your gut lining, all known as the gut microbiome. And that's responsible for immune function, metabolism, and so much more. But unfortunately, because we are eating like artificial food and GMO foods, and our diets are decreased in varieties, that's then leading to lots and lots of problems. I mean, if you just look at the um, statistics, one in five deaths in 2017 was associated with a poor diet. That's craziness. For yeah. every 10% of our diets that come from 
processed artificial art, fake foods, the risk of death goes up 14% of all cause mortality. So our processed industrialized westernized diet is responsible for minimum 11 million deaths per year. And we're getting bigger and bigger as a humanity. And these chemically altered foods, food-like products are destroying our gut microbiome, which then has a huge role in immune function. It raises our blood sugar levels that leads to pre-diabetes and insulin resistance and lack of diet variety, you know, density, nutrient density that leaves our bodies inflamed and less resilient. Then on top of that, we're overeating, right? We are eating more junk food than ever before. This processed fake food actually leads to leptin and insulin resistance, leading us to overeat, leading to belly fat. And we know science has proven that those people, you know, with belly fat, that we actually weakens your immune system and then the cycle continues. And then even again, you said like the diet, the lack of diet variety, like the diversity that we're eating. So our bodies are like a rainforest. The more diverse that we eat, the more it thrives. And so today, unfortunately, one than probably the one of the number one causes of disease is the lack of vegetables and fruit in our diet that are leading to nutritional deficiencies, creating imbalances in the body. And then it leads to, you know, and the, because of this diet, lack of diversity, it then leads to people, 90% of Americans are deficient in one or more nutrients. And we are deficient in B vitamins, magnesium, vitamin D, selenium, vitamin K2, vitamin E, potassium that are all lost from the modern diet. And so therefore, thereby leading to a depleted immune system. And then through diversity of our bodies, you know, we need, we need that diversity for stability and resilience. So that's another reason. And then the other thing is like, oh, let's go, that was a digestion. Then we have is the detoxification. We, we are literally destroying our earth, our environment with these toxins that we're exposed to on a regular basis. We are being exposed to more chemicals than ever before. And, you know, and they're in the form of like drugs, radiation, pesticides, and they accumulate, you know, over time in our bodies, forcing our liver to work super extra hard to get rid of them. So, I mean, unfortunately, just look at the statistics again. We are filling our world with all of these chemicals. We're dumping at least 5.4 billion pounds of pesticides over like, I mean, just over 200 million pounds of pesticides worldwide, fertilizer worldwide, that and loads of antibiotics and depleting these minerals and diversity of the soil. So because we have just depleted the soil and we need then more fertilization, fertilizers and pesticides to grow, depleting the soil of minerals and diversity. And so again, you know, glyphosate, we know one of the common pesticides uses glyphosate, which is a known carcinogen. And this pesticide is also, again, a toxic to our gut organisms. It impairs the mitochondria from functioning properly. It also disrupts the hormone balance leading to non-functioning immune system. So again, you know, these, uh, uh, as these toxins accumulate, it then leads to an inflamed environment. And then our, uh, our liver contains 10% of the immune cells. 10% of the immune system is in our liver. So if our liver is not working well, guess what? <laughs> then our immune system is not going to be working well. Right? Our immune system is overwhelmed, depleted, and worn out. So these toxins actually overburden the liver, damage the mitochondria, 
the metabolism. It makes our body numb to insulin and leptin, increasing insulin resistance, it make, making it difficult to lose weight, inflaming our gut, leading to a lack of immune rejuvenation and alternative system. Then the other pieces of the puzzles are chronic stress, right? We know that chronic stress can weaken the immune system. It also leads to viral shedding. It leads to, you know, we, you know, suppressing the secretory IgA, which is an immune molecule and can even affect, you know, respiratory disease severity. So basically it weakens your immune system. Chronic stress also leads to, you know, elevated blood sugar that leads to insulin resistance that promotes belly weight and then can also negatively affect the gut bacteria, promoting growth of more bad bugs. And then now combine all that stress with a lack of exercise, increased screen screen time, the negativity can all then impact our not going out in nature, right? We know that just being stuck indoors, like humans need nature and dirt to really optimize our immune system and keep ourselves balanced. Now that we're moving away from nature, um, that actually studies have shown that that increases autoimmune disorders that increases food allergies and asthma more than we've ever seen before. So just because of that, and then the lack of sleep, we know that lack of sleep and studies have shown that we need, you know, that, that shorter, shorter hours of sleep, you know, like five to six hours was associated with a greater inflammatory cytokines. Isn't that crazy? Just by decreasing it to five to six hours per night was increasing the amount of inflammatory cytokines. And so like one week of sleep deprivation can actually alter the function of 711 genes, which one is the needs that are all involved in metabolism, immunity, inflammation, and stress. So we need to make sure we optimize our sleep. And then the lack, uh, we also have lack of social connections. We think, oh, what does that have to do with it? But unfortunately, in this new day and age where we have internet and social media, 70% of the world population, probably more now, has a cell phone. And unfortunately, our digital life is disconnecting what, what matters the most. And so we're limiting our, you know, connect physical connections. And that then lowers empathy and leads to more distractions and depression. And the absence of these like essential relationships are actually so important because social isolation can lead to an upregulation of pro-inflammatory processes with reduced immune functionality that has negative effects on our entire body, physical, mental, psychological, social, spiritual, and then negativity. And that's where, I mean, this is really probably where I start most of my patients with is the, you know, trying to bring back the power of positivity, but because just think about the world that we're living in now. You know, we wake up with negativity and fear. We go to school with negativity and fear. We go to work with negativity. People are always concentrating on what we're doing wrong, the judgment. Obviously, we know that happiness does not sell. So therefore, we are the world around us is literally subconsciously brainwashing us to think negative. And especially the last two years that we've had, it's like fear, negativity, negativity. And um and that then is leads to immune system problems. How? Because of the fact that it raises, I mean, they've done studies where you, when you live a life of appreciation, your heart rate variability is all over the place. But when you live a life of appreciation, your heart rate variability is a nice sign. 
And when your body works at that level, everything works better. Our immune system functions better. You know, so there's so many things. But the thing is, I know I just put you in doom and gloom. You're like, oh my God, there's so much like our immune systems. What are we going to do? But this is what's so beautiful that there's so much that we can do to help us rejuvenate our immune system with every bite, with every ingredient of there's hope. You know, every time you wake up, the decisions that you make, there's so much hope for healing and power. So that's what I really wanted to, I wanted to educate you guys about, you know, what's exactly going on. Because I know when I got this diagnosis, nobody told me that, that what, what was going on with my body, you know, there, but the thing is like, and, and then there's so much that I can do to help optimize my immune system, get it to work appropriately, you know, I, and, and then therefore I don't deal with these chronic health conditions just by the power of my so. Absolutely. I think you kind of mentioned these things so comprehensively that, you know, there is so much, you know, which is affecting, you know, each and every person's life, especially people who are dealing with these chronic conditions like Hashimoto's. Most people think, oh, you know, it's so simple, you know, like it's a deficiency of thyroid hormone. Let's just put people on thyroid hormone. Everything will be fine. They do not understand the complexity of our immune system and how everything around them is actually leading to the disease. So thank you for explaining that in such a detail. And definitely everybody has a second question is that what they can do to fix this. So let's <laughs> talk about a few things that, you know, that people can do right now to start Absolutely. fixing all of this chronic inflammation. So first and foremost, it's all about the decisions that you make. And we know that there's an entire study called neuroeconomics, where if the study of decisions, when there's two main pieces of decision-making and that's your prefrontal cortex and your amygdala. Your prefrontal cortex is responsible for making those decisions that are rational. You're taking a look at the whole picture. You're weighing the risks for the versus the benefits and you're making a rational thought out decision. While the amygdala is your fight and flight limbic system driven decisions. And it's not, it's just really just making decisions out of the whim. So you need both of these pieces to be working appropriately in order for your body and in order for you to make correct decisions for your body. Unfortunately, because we are bombarded with everything I just talked about, it's not just, you know, hijacking your immune system. It's also hijacking your brain. So these, like the lack, you know, Everything we just talked about, the digestive health, detoxification, the stress, sleep, social, spiritual health, the lack of those are actually disconnecting our prefrontal cortex from our amygdala, and thereby we are making irrational decisions. And so a lot of times what happens, we're just like, just go lose weight, just get up and go to exercise. We can't because our brain is not there to make, it's not working appropriately to create these rational, logical decisions. And so sometimes, I mean, for me, where I like to start off with, it's probably like the one of the most powerful things that I have done over the last 14 years of practicing medicine is immediately when you wake up in the morning, say 10 things that you're thankful for every day. That's it. 10 things that you're thankful for. Anybody can do that. You know, immediately when you wake up, force, force yourself, put it on your phone, put little sticky notes all over the house. Because that in and of itself can change our subconscious. Because remember, our subconscious is all just neural, neural pathways. And these neural pathways that have been basically laid down due to past beliefs and circumstances. So we can change that. And how do we change that? Is immediately when you wake up in the morning, say 10 things that you're thankful for every day. 
just 10. And you start with that and that slowly starts to build your subconscious from instead of thinking like, crap, I got to do this again to like you're waking up on the right side of the bed every day. And that's probably the one of the most powerful pieces to really connect with your spiritual health and positivity and gratitude, get your body and your hormones trying to work better. That's the simplest thing. And on top of that, your brain will start to work better. So that we have that. Then the next pieces of the puzzle is your digestive health and detoxification. So we know we talked about the importance of food and we know that all of these nutrients are super important to help our body function appropriately. So because remember that these plant foods contain phytochemicals, right? Such as flavonoids that have been found to improve immune resistance, these real foods all contain these phytochemicals that nourish our immune system. They lower pro-inflammatory cytokines. And the, with the immune system in the gut, all these immune organs cross-communicate. And then we can, so just by focusing on real foods, like tons of vegetables, clean protein, healthy fats, eating the rainbow can give our body the immune reserve that it needs and all of those nutrients that it needs to function appropriately. And so focusing on tons of vegetables, clean protein, healthy fats will not only help heal the gut bacteria, it will lower insulin resistance and leptin resistance. And it will also provide, again, nutrient-dense foods for your immune system, right? To, you know, and help with immunorejuvenation. Then the next piece of that puzzle is this toxins. So we know that toxins destroy health. So just go out and take a look at where all the toxins are located right? Um, So educate yourself about where they're located. And then try to slowly one step at a time to swap out the artificial junk toxic for the natural items and the and the clean things. So if you're not going to put it in your body, don't put it on your body or don't put it around, right? So that's the kinds of things like just start in one room. And just like, for example, the kitchen, Get rid of all the plastics. Just swap it out for with glass or ceramic. You know, get rid of the nonsticks. There's the simple things that you can do like that that can help. On top of that, to eat to detoxify, the more green vegetables, the like the rainbow foods can actually increase glutathione, which is a super antioxidant of the liver that can help clear out all the junk and help your body detoxify. So again, when you focus on real foods, And then even there's great teas and spices that can all help you detoxify. And then to make sure that your body continues also to the move fluids, right? Making sure that we're sweating on a regular basis, making sure that either taking Epsom salt baths, there's massage, there's dry brushing, there's hot and cold showers that you can do. These are things, these are simple things that we can incorporate into our everyday daily routines that can help our body detoxify one day at a time. It doesn't have to detoxify overnight, right? It's one day at a time, but just make these part of your everyday routines. And then stress, right? We know that stress causes 80% of these complaints that come to primary care physicians. So just incorporate, so that just like, you know, incorporating like spending time in nature and meditation and mindfulness and yoga and, you know, all exercise can all help to de-stress you, raise the level of infection, um, fighting white blood cells and antibodies that can help oxygenate your body and eliminate waste from the cells and help your immune system function optimally. So 
those are simple things that you can do to help stress manage and get incorporate these into your daily routine, getting your sunlight every morning can help. Um, that's what we try to do, you know, to help balance those hormones. And then sleep, right? Getting enough sleep rejuvenates everything because it has major influences on immune function and inflammatory signals. So try to get at least, you know, eight to nine hours of sleep that body requires. Because remember, when your body sleeps, then it leaves because it usually doesn't have, you know, doesn't need energy for anything else. But then it also has more available energy for, you know, toxic removal and hormone, man, you know, manufacture and you know, infection fighting and immune system maintenance and even recovery from an illness. Then with social key people around you that are going to love you because love and feeling a sense of interconnection releases a flood of hormones into your bloodstream that influences your genes. It decreases your stress. It increases antibodies and strengthens your immune system significantly. And then it also, these interactions can actually help the body heal itself because it actually increases secretory immunoglobulin A. And then we have as a pure that what we talked about the positivity and the gratitude that we so there's simple things. And that's where, you know, for me, these are the simple things that you can do on every day to optimize your immune system, lower chronic inflammation, and put your body back into balance. Because remember, all of these chronic health conditions that you're dealing with, remember, I was dealing with tons of chronic health conditions affecting every organ system. But once I saw that, okay, most of these have a dealing with chronic inflammation, then what can I do to help my immune system function optimally? I just started incorporating these digestive health and detoxification, the voracity, stress, sleep, social, and spiritual health into our everyday daily routine. And I saw amazing results. But I have to tell you, then for me, I needed a little bit more. And sometimes people do need a little bit more than just those basics. I had to deal with underlining trauma that has happened. You know, I had to deal with chronic infections. And so then there was all those other two, those are my two pieces, some chronic infections and then underlining trauma that I dealt with. But as soon as I dealt with the underlining trauma, that was probably the most powerful piece for me. Even my ANA antibodies that were really elevated before, like all my autoimmune antibodies disappeared once I dealt with the underlying traumas. So that was my personal um, experience. But again, every day, every day is like a struggle, right? We have to just work our best to be the, our healthiest, best self by focusing on these key foundations of good health. That is amazing. A lot of people, you know, like when they see us, you're right. You know, they're always so focused on just put me on a supplement or this supplement or just a complex protocol of that. And most people don't realize that just by doing these simple things that you addressed over here can be life changing. You know, that is a foundation of each and every health. Once you do that, then only, you know, like going deeper into, as you shared, your root causes is important. But unless you address those, root, like, you know, the basic root things. causes are so important. And then again, remember, you need to then fix your deficiencies, right? And then there's like, um, so there's so many other pieces of the puzzle that could be going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's why working with like an integrative practitioner to get the appropriate lab testing, you know, to make sure you know, so for me, I order like the basic blood work, like a CBC, a CMP, a magnesium, all the thyroid, the huge thyroid panel with thyroid antibodies, TSH, free T4, free T3, reverse T3, TPO antibody, antithyroglobulin antibody, um, folate, vitamin B12, homocysteine. So these are simple thing, HSCRP, fasting lipids, uh, fasting insulin, hemoglobin A1C, ANAs, fat, you know, 
So these are simple things that your doctor can easily order mm-hmm. that can help you. That and, and over the last, you know, 12 years of me practicing this type of medicine, these are simple things that, you know, if your doctor orders appropriately, even your insurance can cover. <laughs> and if they diagnose it appropriately. And then obviously, then you can go into like the zebras and looking for, you know, like personalizing it even more, looking for food sensitivities and specific supplements to support, you know, organ function and any persistent and chronic infections. And then, you know, maybe GI tests to assess, you know, gut imbalances or, you know, then there's toxic load and liver detoxification, heavy metal poisoning, mold exposure, you know, hormone regulation. So the list goes on and not even genetics, right? We can go into that list goes on and on, but I have found that I've needed that less ever since if you can solidify your baseline on a regular daily basis, you know, that is probably the one of the most powerful pieces of the process. I think, yes. And I think that's so important for people to understand it. Everybody's looking for these advanced testing or advanced supplements. And that's where they feel that, you know, their answer lies, but you have correctly put it. Those things are needed sometimes, but unless those foundational things are done, and so many like, you know, practitioners like you who have been practicing for more than 10 years, that's what they have been telling me also that, you know, slowly and slowly we are using less testing, less supplements and more and more of other things, you know, especially trauma, especially stress management, relationships, sleep. Those definitely have seen that most people have their problems. And once they fix it, things get better. Absolutely. It is so powerful. I think, I think the more complicated we make it, the less we heal people. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I really wanted to write in the holistic RX, your guide to healing chronic inflammation and disease was give people hope that you start with these basic basics, foundations of good health. And then there's so much other, there's so many other pieces that we can do. For example, there's homeopathy, there's acupressure, there's aromatherapy, there's Reiki, there's cupping. I mean, there's, the list goes on and on of all of these ben- things that we can do to help address the underlying root cause, adjunct our conventional care so much hope, so much hope, but start with the basics and keep it simple, you know, start with your diet and gratitude and then slowly start to incorporate other things. Anything is possible. If I can do it in my crazy lifestyle, you guys can easily do it. Oh, that is great. I think that's the highlight today is that there is so much that you can do to get your life back. And that's what I kind of tell with my clients also, like, do not stop or do not let anybody tell you that you have to live this miserable life for the rest of no. your life. There's so much you can do out there. So do not stop up there. <laughs> Absolutely. So much that we can do. And just start with one thing every day, right? And if even if it's just gratitude every morning. And then maybe getting rid of the gluten, the grains, dairy, sugar, you know, just one at a time, right? Just start somewhere increasing more rainbow food. You know, maybe go for a walk regularly, go out and go for a hike. These are simple things that we can start to incorporate that have huge benefits. Absolutely. I think everybody is going to appreciate that they can do these basic things on which feel like basic, but they are so impactful. And I think each and every person can do it. So thank you so much for sharing it. I think it was a wealth of information that you shared for everybody out here. I'm sure a lot of people are overwhelmed. Uh, And I think in respect to the time, we probably will have to stop over here. But any other parting words that you want to share with people? So our perspective can either be our pain 
or our perspective can be our power. And that is probably one of the most powerful pieces for me that in order to heal and get to where I am today, where I'm really disease free and where I wasn't like that for most of my life was my perspective. I changed it to be my power. And I looked for answers, despite being a family physician, (laughs) I looked for answers and I started educating myself outside of the social norms. I, I looked for all of these different modalities. I was, you know, letting myself learn and be, you know, vulnerable and just find that practitioner and just find that one person that is in your court that will learn with you because as a family physician, there's a lot of doctors out there that are not willing to learn. They believe that they have all the answers. So find somebody who's willing to learn, be educated, be on this journey alongside you. So because remember it's, we have to find that individual puzzle piece. So it's not like it's, it's going to be, you know, black and white for some, it may be, but we have to look for those individual puzzle pieces. And for everybody, everybody's so uniquely different. But start with the basics, start adding it in, work with somebody that can help you navigate. And then remember, keep your perspective positive. So that can be your power and it'll help you get through all of this. If I can do it, you guys can. Thank you so much. That was really, really deep thought. So please tell people where they can find you. So on social media, I'm Holistic Mom MD. We also started a Holistic Urdu MD channel with my mother-in-law on um, our podcast is called the holistic kid show podcast so please subscribe to that and then on amazon I'm, i have six books out right now so you can they can check all that out <laughs> <laughs> oh yes you know as i shared before also you have so many resources you know um, for people to kind of go over you know everybody learns differently and i think you have all the different avenues covered for people you know, <laughs> books and podcasts whichever way you like it you know she has it so please go and check it out thank, thank you, so you so much for coming on the show it was really really nice thank you so much my pleasure thank you again